How now, brown cow? Stole that. Yo, 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 ha ha. Yeah, you have now into squared circle 101. You got to man the Italian stallion, Mr. Piggy Ring China. Now, he went to Utah and came back with a new religion. He's more like the son of you, God. My favorite killer being my man Shooter. How you doing? Nah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Actually, beautiful day. Ladies, protect your neck from the pearl necklace. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter. I talk to Smack 101. How you doing today? I like that one, man. That was really good. I like I like a, I like how the the ending of that, man. That was that's classic, baby. I like yeah, that. Man. I thought about that and I was like, man, he's the son of God. I was like, you're more like the son of you, God. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why that landed perfect, man. How you feeling? You feeling good? Man, I feel good, man. Just a little tired, man. You know, work, whatever. But I'm excited about this weekend. I'm excited about talking about last weekend and uh so much to uh cover actually, man. So uh nice. Yeah, man, I don't know, man. We we gonna have to might start. We gonna have to start re, like recording on like Sundays or something like that. Something, like right man. right after the fight because like waiting until like mm. this long, like it, it like dead serious, man. We might have to get this content out like quicker than that. And then you so, know we're usually off Sundays. The whole month of April we've recorded every. We have uh, done a show every week. Yeah. This week, right? Um, been a long time since we did that. The people who are most excited are going to be the listeners. So if you notice that little spike in the graph, uh huh, that's about thirty plays a day on average. So All right. So like, it's good to see those big bursts, but those are the fans consistently. You know, the fans who love me and you yeah. just like to hear our voice, like to hear our knowledge on boxing and our takes. We appreciate y'all for listening to us. We really do. We really we do. We really do. So how we winning, man? What you got for me? Comfort is a silent killer. Comfort is quicksand. Mm. The softer the chair, the harder it is to get out of. Ooh, I like that. It's like the, the bigger the booty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. No, I, I love that. No, I love. Uh, I love this too because it must it's be just jammed. Like, jelly don't shake. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it's, nah, nah, it's one of those things. Just like in in life, man, being comfortable has always got me to be stagnant. Yeah, and no, being you, uncomfortable is where you the can't most get growth too comfortable because yeah. that's when you get stuck in that that circle. It, it reminds me of one of my favorite lines from the movie The Replacements when he talks about quicksand, you know, it, it, a fear because you can get in so over your head and can't get out. Yeah, and that's the same thing with this one. Quicksand mm-hmm. comfort can be that quicksand because you're just sitting back, you sit back and there, and you get stuck, and you get stuck, and you're the next thing you know, by the time you make a move, maybe too late, man. So now you know why Shooter can never keep a relationship like that. <laughs> Go to hell. One more time, what we got? Comfort is a silent killer. Comfort is quicksand. The softer the chair, the harder it is to get out of. If a woman wanted to keep you, she would have to have you move like once a year. <laughs> Might have to move back to Utah, man. Give me one of the Mormon right? relationships. There you go. There you go. Hey, I think you could have multiple ones there too, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you wouldn't be the first black Mormon, that's for sure. You ready to do this, my brother? Man, let's go. Let's get to it. Let's talk about making his first, I guess, second TV debut, because his first was on a reality show, probably, Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury. Definitely the better looking Furry. out of the Furies. Furry. Yeah. Furry. I know. It's no, like that's one of the... sexual preference. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the thing about this is I like how you said the better looking of the two, because when I, when I, the first time I've ever seen Tommy Fury, and then I found out that it's... Uh, you know, Tyson Fury's brother, it kind of reminded me of uh, Johnny and Vincent Chase from Entourage. Like, you know how yeah, yeah. throughout the whole show, they're like, you guys are brothers? It was like, no, it's like, it's like nobody yeah. ever. Nobody and if ever like, did, and yeah. if Tyson Fury wasn't the heavyweight champion of the world and the Gypsy King, then, you know, he could he get overshot. Sh- he showed over, up you yeah. know, while his brother was fighting. So now for Tommy Fury, I guess he, he I'm not gonna say he looked good because they they put a guy tailor made for him there. Mm-hmm. That was that was there. He, he dominated from the opening yeah. belt to the end of it. And too, that, so. that guy wasn't ready for those lights. That's good job for Tommy Fury for showing up. Uh-huh. But if this is a showcase fight to fight Jake Paul, I guess for a big fight cost, I'm not sure if I can see Tommy Fury winning. What, what do you mean? Well, it's one. It's the Mayweather effect. You're very good until you're under the lights. So he was not even part of the. Wasn't sold out yet. Out of 94,000, maybe 5,000 were there at the time. Okay. Right? If he fights Jake Paul, that's going to be probably more than 100,000 people. So the funny thing about this is that actually I was going to bring it up. I'm surprised you brought it up, actually. 
was Jake Paul called him out right after this fight. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Did you, you see? Okay, so that, yeah. Oh, I did send it to you. That's why. So he said you could barely sell out. It was empty in there. He was like, man, you're not even worth it in your own sport. And I thought that was very disrespectful was, on the same side of that. Very true. Are you, you got he it? He said, congrats on beating a 10-1 fighter, but that stadium was empty. When I fight, the stadium is full. When Tommy fights, no one gives an F. And that's in his home country. <laughs> and his own sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's um that, that made me that that made me feel the couple away. One, I still think it's one Tommy for sure. I I I, I I I think it's disrespectful that Anybody can actually really think that Jake Paul can beat Tommy Fury or any real boxer in that. Yes. Any, that so it's that, though. I understand the star power that um, Jake Paul – is it Jake Paul? Whatever the Paul. What, 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 what the Paul. I understand the star power that he has. And in the overindulgence that we have in America, which the reason why he, he's on cloud nine, he's cloud chasing. He's, he's popular for right now because of the internet. And that's one of the – biggest disgraces that we have about our sport and especially with American boxing I think and it is and it's just because he's popular that's the reason why and I think it's like when you uh, you hear about the like the Muhammad Ali you know and it, it sucks that I have to put them in the same category but it's like and it, well here let's do let's do Mayweather same thing most people are doing it to see him lose same thing with this guy. That's the same thing. He's that's following the blueprint. Exactly, that's, yeah. And I understand that. Now, he, I, I will give him and his brother credit. They do put in the work as far as for training and stuff. But there's a certain level of experience you get from just wins and losses yeah. of coming up in the fight game. Yeah. That you can't really just jump. You can't just jump those 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 ranks. Now, if he was doing it this whole time, just not even with an amateur status, it's a different yeah. story. Because then he's been getting in rounds and rounds and rounds. Yeah. But he's just jumping right in. And, so, and the thing is, me and you – could go pro and we got promoters that old yeah. that we can start beating it to pad our record at the beginning. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a lot of them, you, it's Taylor, man. we can do, we can Adonis, we can Adonis created, man. So Easy. it's, Easy. um, I, I, I kind of want the fight to happen. Like I hate acknowledging Jake Paul and the Paul brothers yeah. in this sport of boxing. Yes. Um, but I need him to shut up because it's irritating. And there's only and one I way have, to do it. And there's only one way one to way do it inside, inside the ring. Because the thing is, if you battle him on the internet, you have no grounds for that. You're going to lose. He has, a, he has a cult following. He's popular. This, this is, you're, it, you're walking into his home. Field. You ask any, you ask anybody who, who you, know, you ask any casual person if they know Jake or Logan Paul and if you know Tyson Fury. It's the only two white people nobody can tell apart. Yeah, like but every like, other white person we know, we know, we know so, exactly who it is, right? Yeah, so even if they're twins, yeah. <laughs> we just can't tell them apart for whatever. Reason. I had a problem with that when I was bouncing, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, like, so the only it's like you can't battle them. The only way that you can do it on the internet and and is in the ring. And if Jake Paul is doing the right thing, is by like avoiding it too because he can always have that upper hand. And then I think as soon as he loses, that's when it's going to wear off. That's when it's going to wear off. But uh, Tyson Fury, congratulations on the win. Tommy Fury. Uh, Tommy Fury, congratulations on the win. Uh, we'll see what we'll happens see what next. Happens we'll, see because, uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens next for Tommy Fury because hopefully if he just sticks to boxing, he needs to stick to boxing, not worry about Jake Paul and just set his own path and career. Because if, if Jake Paul gets any better and he loses, that would hurt his career more than taking a loss from an actual fighter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because then he loses credibility and all these other things. Yeah. The, only, the, one thing I, the one thing I will say, and I've, I've said this too when we had actually had a discuss before, I did like him part of the promotional team and getting these women and more boxers paid. Yes. I am a fan of that. So I, I will say that because – the same way I will talk about Drake. As much as I can't stand Drake, I will, I, will, I, will, I will acknowledge him as being a feature artist. So that just lets you I'm not a complete hater. So it's like there is good parts to him. So I can't say the same for Kanye at all. Well, okay. He yeah, dope beats. Yeah. I just don't want to hear him rap over any of them. Mm, That's okay. all. That's all. all. Right. I'd rather hear a cover band <laughs> from some Amish rappers <laughs> of his own lyrics before I hear his voice. That's me. Now, the next on the fight card was Nick Ball, and I believe it's pronounced Isaac Lowe. <laughs> now, Isaac Lowe was, is the hometown guy on there. Um, he was he was in the same dressing room and stuff as uh, Fury, and he had a record of 21-1. and one, And then Nick Ball is the guy coming in, not the hometown, but 14-0, and, and, and not even the favorite. Nick Ball 
ended up knocking him out in like the fourth round. Um, it was a pretty brutal, brutal knockout where the ref didn't even stop it. Like he, he had his back turned to him, and yeah. then the dude just adjusted, knocked him out. Yeah, easy. And it was it was pretty rough. Yeah, no. So uh, you know, were you able to see that? I, one? Yeah, I did see that okay. one. And then so when he got knocked out, like they threw in the towel at the same time. It's I didn't think the ref did anything wrong. Like, yeah, I th- yeah. he was at, maybe he was kind of a little out on his feet. He yeah. turned his he turned his head. But it is protect yourself at all, all times. Right. That's right. Take a, knee. Take a knee. If you're out, if you don't, if you want to sit down, if don't you want to stick your head out the don't ring, sit, don't yeah. stick your head out the it ring because you right still out. you still get caught. Because the thing is, he didn't wrap a punch, but hit him in the back of the head. No, he he moved around. He moved around. He, <laughs> he just he pivoted. He, he stepped around and gave him that clean shot. So Isaac so. Lowe is lucky that he wasn't sitting there with Bernard Hopkins and Mick Conlon because that's where he was headed. If they if he didn't go straight down from yeah. that punch, he was going to get punched out. Yeah. Like right out the ring. Right yeah. out the ring. And he would have went head first. In, in, yeah. in probably in the worst situation. So, Nick Ball, I was kind of impressed with this dude, the way he came in. Because he started off getting worked a little bit. And then mm-hmm. he took over and just dominated. Yeah. And just kept catching this dude. I thought I was pretty impressed with him. I thought that was a good fight. And the next one, I've never heard. I've, I've seen Darren Tetley. But I've never heard of this dude, E.Q. Usman. Can you pull him up real quick? Because I guess he's the IBF or WBO European champ, and he's ranked. Spell it. Um, last name is E U. I'm sorry, E S S U M A N S U M A N. I think I said that one right. First name. Don't know. It's E Q or E Q. Okay. One of the two. Yeah. So. What's his box record? He's so he's he's seventeen and zero with seven knockouts. And so he, he was sixteen and zero okay. after that, you know, before that one. Okay, so this is a guy. I guess he's up and coming. I want to see where if you can see where he's ranked in, in in on these any of these here because I wonder he got the co-main event on the fight, being relatively unknown. Um, I've seen well, Darren Tetley, right? Yeah, yep. I've seen Darren Tetley fight, but when when it comes to the welterweight division, you got to keep an eye out because that's the most stacked division out of every division. In boxing, gotcha. When so, you're passing through her, so IBF he's IBF he's ranked twelve. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Uh, get through. Yeah, it looks like that's about it. Okay. Now this was a good fight. I thought it was a good fight for him because the guy they put him in there was a slick boxer who didn't have a lot of knockouts. Who should have been able to outbox him, but he was yeah. still able to get the win. So that says a lot for him. So he's only ranked number twelve in the IBF, um, which is good. Good win like that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we hear more of this guy because I've never seen him or heard of him before. But now his name's on our radar, and that's for sure. Yeah. So so yeah, he won, won an unanimous decision, twelve rounds. Does uh, he have any names on his resume we might have heard of? Let's see. I yeah, let me see. Well, out Danny Ball. Okay. okay. So Danny Ball, the guy that we just got done talking about. Uh, okay. So all British fighters. Nope. Are- he, uh, but he did beat a guy named William Bar- uh, Warburton. And the reason why I'm bringing that up because uh, William Warburton is 26 and 152. Okay. Okay. Once again, this goes back to what we were talking uh, we about. Say, like, so, at, so, at 151 loss, what do you tell the guy? Yeah, exactly. So, no, this is – so, and the reason why he's probably only ranked in a WB is because it's like, you know, he said we can find fighters that we could probably beat. So, it's like the guy after that was 2-26. and 26, We so. can totally go pro. We can get at least 10. <laughs> we can get up to 10 and up. Easy. So, there's a guy easy, who follows 5-19, right? you know, 2-15, and 15, you know, 25-64. and 64. Four and twenty-five. Fought in second fight was uh, Kevin uh, Cauley, eleven and one thirty-three. Okay, so he uh, it sounds like he was fighting a bunch of leftovers in probably Ghana, wherever his native land is. No, wow, that's hella racist because he's actually from the UK. Damn. <laughs> you apparently yeah. didn't listen to him afterwards when he's British. Yeah, he fights out in. He lives in Nottingham. I pronounce his first name with a click too. Yeah. <laughs> Uswap? <laughs> You're an ass, man. He's a, yeah, but Ghana, I'm like, nope, he's actually British, man. Uh, so, so how do you feel about that? You, ra- sure. you racist? Ghana was under British rule at one point. It had to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> God, you're going to hell, man. I'm already there. It's okay. Now, let's get to the main event of the you evening. You want to do this one? 
or do you want to go through Connor? Connor who? Connor. Ben. We talked about him last week. Was that last week? Yeah, we talked about him last week. That was last week. We talked about Connor Ben last week. I show you. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. All, we my days, all, my, all my days are running together. It's oh, you know good. what I was doing? As I was looking at videos to watch to make sure I didn't miss anything. Ah, and then I saw that. I did the same thing. All right. Now, Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. Now, I, I put the world on notice a long time. Before the even the first Wilder fight, when I, when I picked him the win. I said he runs, Tyson Fury runs the table. I remember you saying that. He runs the table. I've told many people this. And he looked really good against Dillian White. Dillian White did what he had to do, try to come forward. But it was uh, too easy. I I don't know if it was he just looked really good. And I'm not and I'm not trying to yeah. I'm not trying to undermine what Tyson Fury did. Tyson yeah. Fury dominated this from the opening belt. What's, what's from the opening belt. I Dylan White was nowhere near a class. In with Tyson Fury, mm -hmm. and I love how I love how it's like uh, my two favorite one, two of my favorite quotes. One, well, 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 look at the turntables, <laughs> and then also it's just like one thing about them tables, they sure do turn. Because Dylan White was the first person to clown Deontay Wilder after losing, like, like roll back belly laughing, yeah, dying when he that Tyson when he got knocked when he got knocked out by Tyson Fury. Bro, it's different when you're in there. It is it's different it is. within. It's different when you're in there. You're, it's when you get in with because you see it, mm -hmm. and especially like Tyson Fury is one of those guys, man. I mean, besides his stature, like him being that tall, but He's you know, but it's yeah. like look at how he looks that stature, yeah. and then you compare it to you, your cut, your physically like. These guys, and you're just like, how is he beating everybody, man? His boxing IQ Labors is off the charts, yeah. and that's really that's really not telling of who Tyson Fury is. Because yeah. I think the thing is, Tyson Fury's talent, I think, to the average casual boxer, is just overshadowed by his persona yeah. and who he is, and he's talking his mouthpiece. Yeah, his mouth. I, I really think he doesn't get the credit he deserves, which is actually kind of cool because, like. It's, I saw a lot of people tweeting out that he's definitely one of the greatest of this era, if not the greatest of this of, of this current era. Of this current era. Well, we're going to get into that after this because, like, I, I love that. Um, it's different once you're in there. It is. It is. It's different, and we've seen this from whether it's Pacquiao or I mean, with Mayweather or with you know Muhammad Ali or anybody. It's like once you're in that ring and you realize. That you can't move, you can't get off your punches, you can't hit them. They're Nobody gone. They're go. missing. It, get, it, it three it, minutes it, is a long time, a, man. Thirty six minutes is even longer if you get there. Then you got it. And you know what though? It, it's funny. You know when I knew it was over? Ooh. Second round. Ooh. Yeah. He was winded. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan White was winded in the second round, and, and that's I was from like, just his I was like, movement. I was like, yeah, you a big dude in there, man. I was like, you're not, you're not nimble. You're in there. You're in there with your plan <laughs> this was just generation's to walk butterfly. Down. Yeah, exactly. like, like who's in there floating and moving, man. You shouldn't be able. You shouldn't be able to move like that. And a guy with that. He's a, he's the honeybee. The laws of physics say that this bug should not fly by any means. He's too big of a body with little wings. Yeah, but he still does it. Yeah, that's Tyson Fury for So and then he stings you. Want to hear something very interesting? Yes. Um, Dillian White's last loss. He got knocked out in the fifth or sixth round by the same uppercut. By Povetkin. So when Tyson Fury said he was going to knock him out in the sixth round, he, he was just looking for that, setting up that same punch, I think. He knew he was going to knock him out with the upgrade. Now he gave him a little shove afterwards, but he was already out on his feet. Yeah, and then so Dylan White, yeah, he, he, he was out on his feet with the little shove. But yeah. the thing is, and Dylan White tried to come up and say, the shove, he hit his head on the ground, and then he couldn't get up by that. Yeah, I'm like, bruh. Yeah. You were, bro. He was timber. Come on, man. It's, it's like, funny. So like one of the crazy things. Like, it's, there's nothing better than watching a big man fall. But like the same, if it was me who fell, I probably would have been able to get up because yeah. I'm not that 270 pound Goliath that's just falling, hitting the canvas, boom. 
because that's a different kind of fall than, than me falling, obviously. And you, you you think you can take the Tyson Perry punch better than Dylan White? Is that what oh, you're saying? I'm just that's saying what I, that's that's what I heard. That's what that's that's exactly what I heard. I was like, wow, look at the big balls on Brad. I think I could. I think I could. I think I could. I could take him right there and beat Mike Tyson. Let's get it. Let's get this. Let's go. Let's no go. man, Tyson Perry's out he retired? there. retired? Oh, man, I would have had him. I would have had. I would have had him. No. Um, hats off to Tyson Perry yes. for uh, proving. Once again, that you are a, a physical. Um, I'm not even going to say a physical specimen because you're not. You're just you're an anomaly. Yeah. Just thank you for proving that you're an anomaly, and man. thank you, and thank you, and actually, it's. I like Tyson Fury because he's not my favorite, yeah. but he's so great for this sport, man. And it's not, and it's not like great for it's like he's a villain or anything like that. It, it's needs a man. He's a he's a pure boxer who's entertaining. He brings he brings big crowds. He is everything you would want in a champion, a boxer, champion boxer who fights everybody. everybody. It's like he at at the heavyweight division. Yeah. He so jumped it's just on like, Deontay Wilder without taking it to the fight, which was crazy the first time. Okay. Dude, man, sometimes it's better to be. Well, I'm not even going to say, man, because. You know what's crazy? You know what? You know what? Yeah. And, and and we say Gypsy King, we say Gypsy Magic, and we we say all those things, man. And I think the only reason we can ex we can say that is because we can't really explain what it is, man. Okay. Uh, it's, it's like I don't think there's I don't think there's anything that where he is he's he, he's not inside the box. Yeah. He's a, he's a look he's at a, it like let's look at it like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was undersized, short. Mm-hmm. With reach not as long as some of the other heavyweight fighters, so you had to make them quick and get low, right? Okay. Tyson Fury, the exact opposite in stature, so you can't let him get low yeah. and be fast, so he has to box on the outside yeah. and uses his range and skills to yeah. be quick. Um, and that's one but, of those okay, things. but even but even then, Mike getting low, just looking at both of yeah. these, you can see Mike Tyson. You're like, okay, this guy looks like. Yeah, he like can he can get it done. Tyson Fury, yeah. I don't know why. Is that, yeah, I don't know why this guy can do what he can do, and it's lovely, and it's lovely. Yes, everything it about everything about this guy is it's amazing. He's not supposed to move that fast. Now, do you think Fury is actually going to retire? I the thing about it is, man, and it's and this is kind of what I was saying. Like, I I don't think he has anything to prove. I really don't think that he needs to fight Usyk or he Joshua. He he doesn't need to fight Joshua. I I don't think I don't think he does. He I think he can. He can. Yeah. So it's really because under him. If like he if he was if he was to retire, I wouldn't put nothing. I wouldn't say, oh man, he needed to do this. He need. I mean, granted, you want to unify titles. He has the money belt. He has a WC title. I mean, what he think, can if he does. He can if he wants to, but I don't think he has to. What do you think would be better for boxing if Us if Fury did not retire to fight the winner of like Usyk Joshua, or for the winner of Usyk Joshua just to fight Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury is in that Mayweather status for me, yeah. where it's boxing is better if he's retired. Yeah, because I because I, I, I don't think that no well, I don't I don't think Usyk will beat him. I don't think Anthony Joshua, Joshua can beat him. So to be able to see Deontay Wilder or Usyk fight or. De Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, which is still a great, still fight. A great fight. You know, yeah. Dylan White fighting all these guys. Like, it makes everybody else fight each other. Yes. So, I, I think it would be better for boxing awesome. if he retired. I agree with you on that one. I would like to see him at Usyk. I've seen a couple people try to say that Fury is retired because he's scared of Usyk, which everybody... No. Just stop it. I no. hope it's, no. you're, you're reaching and it's not even going to work because no. everybody knows, even Usyk knows that that's not, just not true. It's yeah. just not true at all. And for Fury to retire, he's... So, he's, I mean, because the thing is, like, you know, if we can, if you want to do this, we can make the argument yeah. of any other titles being tainted. We can say, you know, yeah. who did Usyk beat? He beat Anthony Joshua, who lost to... Uh, Andy, Ruiz. Andy Ruiz or whatever, and yeah. Andy Ruiz is not really mentioned now. You know, he—I mean, he has yeah, had that fight with, uh, yeah, 
with Chris Luis Ortiz. Yeah, with Luis Ortiz. It be a good fight. It, it really is. So, I mean, you have you have those aspects. So you can always pull that one though. But I'm like, look at Tyson Fury. Look at Tyson Fury's record and what he's done. So here, let me let back. me go through. It's funny. It's come, it's come back full circle because when Tyson Fury after he got the after he got all the belts from beating Vladimir Klitschko, right? Yeah. He you know he went to this his deep dark. I still hate. I still think that was the depression. stupidest looking fight. I hate that. It was the most boringest fight ever. Yeah. That he did, he beat him with mind games and boxing. Like it barely. But at, so when that happened and he stepped away, all the talk and hype was about Wilder and, and, and Joshua, right? Because yeah. they were both the undefeated powerhouses. Yeah. Now they both got losses, right? Yeah. Two losses each. And, and that brings it and that it, brings it back. Right to, back to full circle mm-hmm. where they could get the same amount of money, if not more, because Tyson Fury's gone. So check now check this out. This is the beautiful thing about it. Is think of we don't we don't picture Deontay Wilder as a classic boxer, but he was the only one who's able to push Tyson Fury as far as he did. That's true. That's true. Besides besides true. Vladimir Klitschko, like going to twelve rounds, but yeah. even then, it's like he pushed him to the limit. He pushed him they to the locked, limit. Like like no, they yeah. he was out. Yeah. Some of these fights, like we were like, okay, this is over. This is over. Now. We yeah. thought that this was over. Everybody thought it was over. Twice. Then, twice. Two times. Yeah. And then he just arrived. Even when he, even in the third fight when he got knocked down. Yeah. I almost thought it was over. So it's like. That's crazy. No one else has done that to him. Yeah. At all. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And so then you, and then that makes me look at. How good Wilder really is. Compared to, what if he does fight Usyk? What if he does fight. Anthony can, Joshua. Can Usyk go twelve rounds without getting caught by the right hand? And does he have? And, yeah. He and just like you said, he's like, you got to be perfect for twelve rounds. I only got to be perfect for one second. That's crazy. And then so it's like, does Usyk's chin has never been really tested like that? So does he have what Tyson Fury has? That kind of crazy, maybe just possibly. But we don't, we don't know that. We, we don't know that. We don't know that. He has to worry about We saw Anthony Joshua. We saw him get rocked up by, you know, Andy he's, Ruiz. He's, so, he got rocked up a little bit by Usyk. So, yeah, and yeah. He, got knocked, he got knocked down by Klitschko as well. Yep. So, yeah. No, that was a really was great really fight. Now, I think we had that as fight of the year. Yeah. I think we had that. So, so, so with that. I think Tyson Fury, we got Deontay Wilder back in. I mean, he's still back in, though, but yeah. it's just like, I don't think he's far. Now, someone, someone hit a Wilder. We need to see what he's doing for the rest of this year because he needs to come back and fight. He's been a little quiet. I hope he's not emotionally still hurt from the last loss because everybody's moved on from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, we have. Now, were you, what were you about to say? Were you about go to move ahead. on? Go right ahead. Go. Okay. So we talked about. Uh, I I'm never a prisoner of the moment. I try not to be. How's that? Uh, to be fair, I'm never really a prisoner of the moment. There's a lot of women that agree. <laughs> so, whenever we see something like this, especially you see the fall, you see the aftermath of the Earl Spence and all this kind of stuff. And now that we see, you know, Tyson Fury do what we expected him to do, and that, I think that's one thing that's crazy. It was just like all this, all this hype and this talk behind him beating Dylan White, which we knew would happen. Yeah. That's why I told you, like, don't make that bet. Yeah, yeah. You know, because like well, I was trying to bet on pick the round, and I was uh, off by three rounds. Okay, yeah, no, because it's like, well, what was it last? Week? So I put money on Ugas because Ugas could possibly win he, he with the right with the right game right. plan. I didn't. Did not, I, I said on the show he did that not bring Earl, that right game. He did not bring it. I said on the show Earl Spence going to win. I think your job's here for you. Is this how they pick you up? Oh dang! Uh, you know these dudes? Yeah, actually, hold on. All right. Well, as we're talking here, uh, as you guys know, he is a frontline worker. And hey man, what y'all want? He has uh, some man. workers over here. <laughs> no, man, leave me alone. I guess they apparently. Good night. He stays here. Who does the same no matter what your profession is? Yep, dead serious. <laughs> Even firefighters start co-talking with each other. That's insane. Yeah. And uh, he was yelling at white people for the <laughs> Welcome no, back, sir. No, Welcome so, back from the front line. No, okay, so trying try to be prisoner of the moment now. Everybody's talking about Tyson Fury being one of the greatest of all times. He's definitely up there. Of heavyweights, um, I'm going to put him in that like top. He's in the top five conversation, I think, of all time. 
Um, but I'd have to look at that how big that list is. Okay. I just happen to have it right here. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? Okay. Heavyweight title wins. Joe Lewis, 27. Vladimir Klitschko, 25. Ali, 22. Holmes, 20. Lewis, 15. Vitaly Klitschko, 15. Uh, Mike Tyson, 12. Uh, Frazier, 10. Holyfield, 10. Wilder, 10. Uh, Joshua, 9. Patterson, 8. Wilder, 7. Fury, 4. Fury, 4? Four. 4. Title wins? Or title just overall title? Title wins. Title wins. So, yeah, so this year he got a title win when he beat Klitschko. That makes sense because then he gave up the belts. And then he got a title win the second time he beat Wilder. The two times he beat Wilder. And then his one defense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's about right. That's crazy. <laughs> we, so, and that's the, the prisoner of the moment type yeah. thing. Well, and also, because that's also the, at the end of the 25 wins from Klitschko because he ended that reign. Yeah. And then he went into his gypsy mode and. Blew up to four hundred pounds. So party like he had twenty five wins apparently. So now that we now that we have that, what what, what do you say? Because it, it is and this is the reason why I with sports it's so hard it and then so everybody's hard. like, oh man, he's the greatest of all time. Oh, he's the best. This I'm like, okay, he's the greatest of this era. Recently. Uh, this era. This era. That's, this era. That's, that's we haven't had sure, you sure. know once he beat Klitschko. He should have continued reign. If but, he continued to reign, but I. I don't think there was any between then and now. There's no dominant person that there he could not because could Wilder not be, wasn't so. there. Joshua wasn't there. If he didn't have that break, all this that we've, all these great fights we've had yeah. would not have happened. Because even when Joshua fought Klitschko, that was for a vacant title, I believe. Because yeah, when after Joshua fought Klitschko, this was after the Tyson Fury loss when they took and broke up all the belts. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, I believe Joshua probably had the belts. If not, it was vacant title. So that sounds about correct. That's crazy. It's one of these things like like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was so good, ferocious, and skilled. When you hear about his losses to who and how his record actually was, you're like, there's no way that's true, right? The same thing with Fury right now. He he, he looks so good fighting. Yeah. There's no way he only has four title wins. Yeah. But that's what he has. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because I was ready to say that, is he the better British boxer than Lennox Lewis? I stand corrected. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I stand corrected because Lennox. Oh, did I did I say Lennox Lewis? Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. Lennox Lewis, he took yeah. out the players of the early era and, and the, then, the last the new era, which was beating Vitaly Klitschko and he beat Mike Tyson. Those are the two main ones. He has a couple losses. I think all of them were calling uh, Hasim Rockman, but still, nothing's. There's not many heavyweights out there with undefeated records. Larry Holmes was one who almost had it. So, shout out to Tyson Fury, man. It was fun and entertaining. I'm definitely gonna miss you while you're gone. But I we don't even know, we don't we don't even know if he's actually gone yet, man. We'll see. Well, man. I mean, he might if he does this fight with this this hybrid fight with Francis Ngannou, where it's, I think it's just, I think it's just gonna be a boxing match in an MMA cage with MMA gloves. I'm not sure if that's a good idea because <laughs> Ngannou, that dude's got a crazy story, bro. Um, he like. He, uh, when he left to get to France, he went, had to go through like the Moroccan desert. They caught him sneaking like three times and dropped him in the middle of the desert thinking he would just die. And somehow he still made it to France. So that's crazy. No, this is cool. Go ahead. Yeah. But so hopefully, I don't know. I do, I would definitely watch it if that happens with Frank, Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury. Um, it would be an entertaining fight. But then uh, all this is making me think about what WrestleMania 3 when Mr. T fought Hulk Hogan or. Muhammad Ali when he fought up. I don't like I don't like how everybody's just able to come into the sport if they have clout. Yeah. I I really think that's taking away the purity of boxing and it's pissing me off. Yeah, and I, and I don't think this one though. I'm gonna say I think this is more of a Tyson Fury thing. Just wants to get in the cage with the gloves. Okay. In a boxing match because he knows he can't handle like an MMA fight. I I think that's more of a Tyson Fury so thing. So look, so look, I think one of the worst things about when I hated. Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, I could not stand either one of them. Yes. You know what was good about them? They were on one show together, and they blocked off this one hour of the day. So when they were on, yeah. I can turn to ESPN2. I can turn on the FS1. I can turn on to anything else to avoid them. Now they're both on the but when they split up, and they're on different blocks, 
I can't watch ESPN at this time. I can't watch FS1 at this time and all this kind of thing. If you guys are going to make all these Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, Mayweather, and who the Chinese guy, the Asian guy that he fought, whatever, if you're going to put who, who, who is Tyson Fury and this guy, you guys belong on all one fight card, okay? I don't want to see you guys separately. I want to see, in there. I just I want to see you guys on one fight card. So I have one night to avoid all of you guys. WrestleMania 57. There it is. Stay there. Stay there. there. You know what? That's the last crossover I loved when Dennis Rodman and was it Razor Ramon versus uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Carl Malone or whatever it was. I'll probably ruin that or whatever, but it was 30 years ago when it happened or whatever. That's what I missed. That's, <laughs> That's what I missed. That was fine. That's okay. That That's was the okay. last crossover when I could get Mayweather around. fought the big show. The big show, yeah. It was in okay. the right yeah. place, at the right place, <laughs> at the right time. That's what it was. Now ESPN didn't talk about it. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about our pound-for-pound pound list here next weekend, probably. Yes, we're going to talk about we it after this. Now, I'm going to go through this list real quick because we do need to update it. Because rather right now, number 10, we got Tank Davis. Uh-huh. Nine is Wilder. Eight is Inouye. Uh-huh. Seven is Teofimo Lopez. Six is Josh Taylor, five is Spence, four is Crawford, Usyk three, Fury two, Canelo one. Okay. So this definitely needs to be updated like a month. Okay. There's a couple names on there who have lost. Three well, names on there that's lost. Yeah. Do we take them off? Do they stay? Yeah. But you have to stay tuned to find out. Mm-hmm. And then Fury, does he just come off the list completely? Because mm-hmm. then that opens up space for one more. Maybe someone gets to stay. Maybe someone doesn't. This is the pound for pound list is one of these things where I look forward so much to talk with you, but at the same time I don't want to talk with you. Does that I, make sense? It's you know what too, because it's a it's a it's a delicate ballet. Yes. It's a delicate dance that you that you have to go with because like one, I look at a I was watching ESPN one time and they had Anthony Joshua like I think fifth in the pound for pound rank. This was years ago. Yeah. And they were like I'm putting this up there on the potential of what he could be. And then back then, that was before he, uh, he beat uh, Vladimir Klitschko. And I was like, I understand that. Now, I like to take everything into consideration. So when you talk I about – so so what you what you can be, what you've done. And who you are, for sure. Who you are, yeah. what you've won. Yep. You know your titles that you hold. All that is if all that is a factor because like – Are you a boogeyman? Do people fear you? Yeah, because it's just like – because I, I, I want to reward a person for every aspect of that. Because yeah. sometimes, like, you know, Adonis Stevenson held the belt, and I bring him up quite a bit for a very long time. But could he be beaten? Yes. That's the reason why he's not on there. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly, so it, all those have to be taken into account. Yes. Like, it's – I think Terrence Crawford could easily be number one pound for pound yeah. if more people fought him. Yeah. Demetrius Andrade, if he fought more people, which is not to his, yeah. fa- which oh. is not to his fault, yeah. and if he had more titles, people, the same amount of people, just names. bigger names. Yeah. Like there are some people that have to be here. So I like I we have to reward the whole body of work and yes. everything they did before, yes. you know, not just on what they've done or who they are and what they beat because like, yeah, because like because yeah. like even now, like even though there's a foreshadow, like Earl Spence just beat Ugas. He's not. I don't think he beats Crawford. Does he stay? But sister, I, does, does, number does five he, to me. Really, he yeah. does. Doesn't move. He doesn't move. I'm. Yeah, I mean, he really doesn't. He owns three out of the four belts. It's true. But so. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely. So there. So the argument is that is like, do you put him ahead of Crawford? So <laughs> we'll, we'll and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Track. Yeah. Coming back full circle around some things, it was 1986 when Greg Haugen faced Jimmy Paul. I was six years old. Um, in 1988, there's a there's a photo of him and my father. I got to beat this man. He came into my store um, a couple days ago, and I saw the name. I saw who he was, and I was like, I didn't want to just assume right away, and then I had to help him reset his password, and it was four-time champion. So I was like, I knew it. I knew it. That was his password? Yeah, was his password. So, and I was in the presence of boxing royalty. Now, this is the last... As you just, as you just put his information on the internet? Yeah. Totally that was it. <laughs> okay. You got to know his Gmail, his phone number, and also what service he has. There you go. So you can narrow it down. It would take some time. But after looking at the brother, not the identity he wanted to. <laughs> so, but 
Um, it was cool to be in the presence of him because I still got a little shook for seeing a guy, you know, who, who's a four-time world champion who became a world champion, became a, an elevated boxer from winning a tough man contest. Mm-hmm. Um, also notable, f- the first to coin the phrase Tijuana taxi driver. Now, unfortunately for him, he mentioned that to Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. and all the opponents he faced for when he faced Chavez Sr. for Chavez Sr. to beat him down. He beat the brakes off that boy. So, a popular phrase that he coined did not work out well for him when he coined it. (laughs) But big shout out to him. And it was cool because I got the picture with him. I'm going to take that one, print it out with the picture I have of him and my pops, print that out, and put it together. And and he got to subscribe to the show. So, hopefully... He doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> but it, like it, it was still, it was still really cool. <coughs> also knowing that he's the last world champion to come out of Washington. And one of the things he was telling me when he was coming up before he made the move to Vegas as a, as a world champ, it was always hard to get sparring partners out here. Never even thought about that from a, from a, from a fan perspective. Yeah. Because how are you going to get good sparring partners that want to fly to the Northwest yeah. just to help you get prepared? Yeah. You know, that, that's an expensive plane ticket. Uh-huh. And you got to make sure – you're limited just to the West Coast, pretty much. Well, right? I mean, think about it, man. Think about the, all the people who want to make it in Hollywood. Yeah, they don't. They don't do the modeling or contracts and all that kind of stuff. They they go to L. A. They go to they, Langston. They go, and, uh, yeah, they, yeah. They, no, they they do that. It's like you want to make it in music. You go to L. A. You go to New York. York yeah. or so it's like you you have to go where they're at. So yeah. it's just like when you think of like if. You know, you have a kid, you want to get him into boxing. It's just like, you could do it out here because there's a lot of good, you know, amateur stuff out here. But Philly, yeah, Vegas, yeah. you know, L.A., if you, you know, Texas. If you have one that starts to show some ex- extraordinary yeah, Florida, skills. You've got to take him. you got to take Cuba. you got to take him. We can take him there, right? I'm pretty sure you got to take him to the place where, where you're going to get the great level of competition. That is true. So shout out to Greg Howard. It was a pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, and it was awesome. It was pretty awesome there. Now, we got a fight weekend coming up here. Man. We got many fight weekends coming up. Let's we go. Katie Teller versus Amanda Serrano. I'm going with, uh, are we talking about that now? Or are you just We're talking about that right now. Okay. I feel like I should have put Amanda Serrano's name first. Yeah. But I, I, I love Amanda Serrano. But this is going to be a good fight regardless where I don't have a dog in a fight. I am, go- I am going to go for Amanda Serrano. I think she's going to win. I think she has the experience. I think she, she has should a long win. She should. But this she is – this won't. is. you don't think she will? I don't think she will. That's I think the, Katie Keller is a little that's too the, That's the beauty of this sport it's because the thing is, you know what? Actually, this is a perfect time too because what we have, we got two days before the draft. What's today? Or is it tomorrow? The draft is tomorrow, bro. Uh, man, see, this is, this is what all my days are running together. The and uh, I was uh, shut up. I was, I was, uh, what was I, I doing? Click commander. <laughs> I was, well, I was at work yesterday, and in the TV was on there talking about the draft prospect, and I just yelled out. My officer started laughing at me. I was like. Shut up! You guys don't know. You know, I start cussing or whatever, just because I'm like, nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, no, no, no. don't tell me what this guy they have next is. Thirty-five Dude, mock drafts. We got, we got sixty yeah. mock drafts. You got. You don't know who you are. You don't know how good these kids yeah. are. It, it, ben Simmons was the number one overall pick, and exactly. So all those kind of things. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell. We. I mean, we can go on and that on about the the. We got. We can go on and on about all the potential prospects and how great these kids yeah. are. We, ninety five percent of them don't pan out, or they just become average, man. So, so I don't want to hear. It, but 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 I say that yes. to say this. We don't know. <laughs> we do. We do. We're close to we're close to two hundred episodes on this. Serrano's box fight because I think she's also the only other fighter besides Clarissa Shields that's an active MMA fighter too. But I think she is. Real deal Serrano MMA stats. Real deal. Oh, she's the real deal also. Yeah. So she's got a 2-0 record in MMA. So technically okay. she's uh, got a better record in MMA than Clarissa Shields does. 2-0 versus her 1-1. So she's a crossover fighter. Um, what is her boxing record? She is 42-1-1 with 30 knockouts. Her last loss, I just looked it up, was in 2012, bro, 10 years ago. 10-year dominance and then went over to MMA. So she's obviously too small to fight Clarissa Shields, or the fight probably would have happened. Um, Katie Taylor. 20-0 with six knockouts. I may have to retract my statement. 
I mean, we might have to rewind this and edit it. Uh, I, I really like Amanda Serrano because of how long she's been in the game. And she's pretty. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't notice that. But, mm-hmm. but how many other women? There, there's there's definitely some out there. But 44, where was it? 30 40, KOs? 30 KOs. With how many wins? 42? 42. That's pretty good for a that female fighter. Great. That's dang great. good. 70% KO. I don't know if there's any of the women. I can't. I don't know any of the women fighters that have that many. But also, I don't have the same knowledge in women's boxing that I do in men's yeah, exactly. boxing. So, um, if there's any out there, it would have to be Chris. And these Martin, aren't yeah, minor, yeah, coal yeah the coal miner's daughter. daughter. Might be the and the one. thing is, most of the people that she fought, like even the people with bad records, thirty six and twelve. So you know, seventeen and fourteen. It's like she stay busy. Hold on, like and that's just going back. I'm sitting here trying to find. Doesn't look like one was three and eight. She only has three or four wins where the yeah, person's record they were losing record. No twenty six and one hundred fifty two losses. No, there? no twenty six and one hundred fifty two losses. Okay. okay, okay, okay. That's a, it. Might be a little sexist that women don't have that in boxing, but they'll get there eventually. Um, Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. How old is Serrano? Thirty three. How old is Katie Taylor? Twenty three, twenty four. She's probably twenty four. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Really? She's older. Wow. Interesting. That changes everything here. How's that changing? No, you stay over there on that side of the street, man. You Katie pick Katie. You pick Katie Taylor, and she's going to do everything she can to keep Amanda Serrano off her. Um, mm-hmm. She's been very successful at it so far. No. She has the longer reach than Serrano, but Serrano is a live dog who has seen way more things. Yep. I still think Katie Taylor should be able to box her way out of this, box herself into the decision, get the win, and. Take away the belts that she has. So, but we'll see. And then for Amanda Serrano, if she does lose, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then for Katie Taylor, being 35 over 33, if she loses, definitely time to discuss maybe where you're going to go with boxing. I don't know how long women fighters last. So, when, when did Layla, I wonder when Layla Ali retired. Because I just saw her on TV. She still looked 30. She black don't crack, baby. She's gorgeous. Zuber said that's not <laughs> correct because you dunk yourself in. Cocoa butter from feet to head. <laughs> well, maybe you guys should take notes yeah. and do that. There you go. Then all of a sudden, everybody got some melanin back in their skin. All right. Shout Doesn't out to those like two that, ladies there right. getting the main event. Unfortunately, you picked a big weekend to have this main event. Um, now we're going into the main fight card here. Now, the th- the three fights on this main card, first one is going to be Nico Ali Walsh versus Alejandro Ibarra. Not sure who that guy is. Okay. Do know We do know Nico Walsh. Ali Walsh, not sure he's uh, really this, you know, kind of co-main event status, but obviously the name will get you there. Can't knock it. Uh, Keyshawn Davis. I know we know Keyshawn Davis. Can you pull him up real quick? Uh, we sure do know Keyshawn Davis. A, you know why? Because he's from the DMV and he has knockout power. That's right. And that's what we're going, that's what we're going for this week. And he's, he's going against Esteban Sanchez. So as usual, boxing does what it does. We got a great fighter. We need to make sure he gets in a tough opponent some rounds. Give me anything with an easy at the end of the last name. Sanchez, Hernandez, Gomez, they're probably going to be up to par. So, Keyshawn Davis, what's his record? He is 4-0 with three knockouts. Ooh, man, that's crazy. We've got two of these short from round the seven fights. 7-5-7 from Norfolk, okay, okay. Virginia. So, let's get it, Keyshawn. You, somehow you became the co-main event, or maybe you're just the notable names out of the entire fight card, because after that is going to be that main event that we got to talk about here. Um, Oscar Valdez versus Shakur Stevenson. This is a fight that I'm going to start off by. I'm going to start this off because we've we've talked about this for a couple of months leading up to this. Right now, even when so, we were just talking about, even talking when we were about. just talking about this. So I'm going to start this off right now. Shakur Stevenson is my second favorite fighter. He's my second behind Terrence Crawford. I love watching the fight. I think he is has like one of the most promising futures. I think he is a yes. gifted boxer. I think he is amazing. We have always been a fan of Oscar Valdez in this show. Always. He has always been entertaining. I love watching him fight. Everything he does is exciting. Uh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to put my I'm trying to put my words together. Okay. I'm trying to put my I'm trying. Breathe. I'm trying to prove. I'm trying. To, I, I have no problem talking to women. I had. I have yeah, a problem yeah. explaining <laughs> this. This is this is terrible because I don't even really know what to say. I saw yesterday. I think they had Valdez at plus four hundred. That you is said it to me out yesterday, and it is actually 
outrageous. It's uh, if and you want, here's the actual dis- number here. Respectful. Plus four fifty five underdog. Wow. What like so like you like I kind of so wish he was fighting somebody else because now you're gonna make me defend a person that I'm not even going for. Yeah. Just because of how he's done. And this is the reason why, like, as much as he has accomplished, yeah. Oscar Valdez could easily be on our pound for pound list. Yes. Yes. Just because of what he's accomplished. This. And then this is the reason why Definitely. we're going to have to go over this pound for pound yes. list after this is over. This, this is, and as I said, I couldn't stand him. This is a travesty, a travel shamakery. <laughs> this is, this is uh, one of the worst things. Like, this is blasphemous. This is. Anyway, this is going to be a very exciting this, fight. This is, <laughs> is going to be a very exciting fight because I, I, I can, I can go both you ways. Can go, you I can go, go everything on every way. You can go buy on this. Well, I mean, as of right now, <laughs> I mean, like I'll, I'm ready to make my pick. Like I, I, I pick Valdez to win. I pick Shakur Stevenson to win. That's but good. you know what? I'm very uncomfortable I'm with. Very that. uncomfortable with and it. I, as well. And if I picked Valdez, I'd be equally as uncomfortable yes. with this. Now, and, and there's so many ways to look at this because, like, with Shakur. Will his overconfidence be his weakness in this one? Because Valdez, he was swimming with an alligator. That, and that's why I sent you that. This, I'm like, I'm like, no this, kid, this kid has no fear, and like he's been through everything that I wish uh, uh, Stevenson went through as far as in the ring. Because like Stevenson is too good right now. I don't know how good he is. I feel like they were watching Rocky, and they're like, no, chicken's too easy. Yeah. Throw him in the water with an alligator. And give him a leash mm-hmm. and go. And then so you don't hold, even we'll let so him have hold, the guts. So hold your breath and stay under yeah. here with this alligator. It, it's how do I not well, I'm not even talking about gamble, but how do I not take those odds? Right? That's what I'm yeah. I don't know why I always forget his name. Who did Oscar Valdez just fight and beat? Um I mean the big win was Burchelt. Uh, Miguel Burchelt. Yeah. I took that when he was the underdog because I knew he could win this yes. fight. I don't like this. <laughs> Secure Stevenson. The only reason why I'm even hesitant is because of Oscar Valdez's resume. Yes. Does now you're talking about his overconfidence. I don't think that's necessarily the problem. I don't think it's the confidence. I don't think that it's and it's not the ability. You don't think him being able the way he's easily handled everybody. That's the thing. But the thing is, but with he, him and, being yeah. mentored by Andre Ward and Terrence Crawford and people of those caliber. They have. They're smart fighters. They're not. They are. They're not. They're Adrian not, Broner. They're not in the ring they're, with them. They're not in the ring with them. And Shakur Stevenson is a young man who can make some young man decisions, bad decisions, and let his ego. I told my son. I told my son when he was young. I said, "Look, son, don't love these hoes." <laughs> Basically, I was like, "Take care." I was like, "Don't worry about the women. Take care of your business. Take care of your school. Take care of all that first, and they will fall into your lap." Yeah. And then I see that he's taken it and I instilled that in him when he was young. And then he focuses on all of his stuff and he takes care of him. And then that's going to pay for it in itself with people like Terrence Crawford and Andre. Two of Shooter's book, <laughs> how to shoot a pearl necklace on you. <laughs> so I, I say that because like, if you have good mentors, like people like Terrence Crawford and people like Andre Ward in there, just like any sport, this is a mental sport. If, if, if you're smart in the sport in Mayweather, this is, this is chess. This is the reason why, you know, people can have longevity. Muhammad Ali was smart. We have so many smart fighters out there. If you take care of the mental aspect in this game, the physical part is easy. There's a reason why Jordan averaged 22 points at 40 years old in a, in a league that's just ba- just yeah, yeah. built on athleticism. It's like when you know the game, I can go out there. I don't play basketball, but I can still play with damn near anybody because yeah. I know how to play. So, because it's it's not a it's not physical. Boxing is yeah. not physical. If it was physical, the biggest and the strongest would win. Always win. Would always win. Would always win. Would always win. Yeah. Tyson Fury is not. We would have never had a Mike Tyson. We would have never had. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mike Tyson will tell you he was like, dude, it's not it's not about just physicalness. It's it's about game plans. It's about being smart. Yes. About being comfortable in there. So it's just like that. It's just. It, it, it's So this, this is how I look at it. This is how I look at it. Whenever I played, whenever I hooped. Yes. The caliber, after the first couple of buckets where we play, I play against somebody. Mm-hmm. I decide, I can, okay, I only need this amount of tools to beat him. Yes. So I, so I can reach in my tool bag. I can take out three tools, metaphorically speaking, and I can beat this guy and I can get achieve victory with these tools. Yep. 
I don't know how big Shakur Stevenson's tool bag is. Yeah, no, we don't. I know how big Oscar Valdez's tool he bag is. He has a utility belt. He has a utility belt yeah. because he's had to bring out so many tools to yeah. get jobs done. His last four fights, he's uh, three three out of his last four ended in KO. Um, and the, the names ever KO was Adam Lopez, Jason Velez, and Miguel Burchelt. Now, Stevenson had, out of his last four, he had two KOs. But Jamal Herring being one of them. Then mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy, Jeremiah Nakathaya, who just beat Miguel Burchelt. And then Toka Khan, and then Felix Carabello. So Jamel Herring is probably the only real big the name real there. Big, yeah. Um and beating Miguel Burchelt, that's kind of a good comeback for him. But yeah. um that's one of those things, man. And and Oscar Valdez just always seems to impress me. He finds a, he just he finds is a, a he way. is a show favorite. He is a favorite. Like you can't find any negative thing, granted, because he's undefeated. You no. can't find any negative thing, but he's he is he is Tyson Fury. He is yeah. everything that you yeah. want. In a boxer, he is a draw. Yep. He is exciting. He is fun. He, he's gritty. He's, he's willing gritty. to die on he's, his shield. He, he's out there. Now, before the Miguel Burchelt, um Valdez fight, Shakur Stevenson was out, you know, trying to speak for this. And we we said it then, you're not ready. You're not ready. Yeah. I, I, I can't say that anymore for him, that's for sure. Because... This has to be the test. This, this has, has to be, be the, the test. This has to be the test. And then we're going to know, is it exactly... Who you? We are who you thought you were. Exactly. Or or, or, or are you? Or, or you're not. Or you're not there yet. Or are you who we thought you are? Because Valdez is going to have to do something that nobody else does and land some punches. First off, yeah. I think Valdez needs to. I don't want to say walk him down. He probably he should probably lure Shakur Stevenson to try to walk him down, and then make it ugly. Make it ugly. He's gonna have to make it ugly. He's gonna have to make it ugly. He's, he's that's dirty, the only way. He's tie gonna have. He's gonna have elbows to, in there. Grind up on him. He's gonna have to make this boy frustrated and get him off of his. He's gonna have. That's it. That's the only if Shakur's way. At a dis- he, distance, he's, he's not gonna. gonna make him he's not gonna outbox Shakur Stevenson. No, and and I, I think Valdez is smart enough to know not that he not to try it. Yeah, I think he's, he's I think I think he'll try. I think he he'll try because I, 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 I think that's going to be that machismo, that Mexican machismo mm-hmm. where it's just like, you think you're a better boxer than me? You have 10 fights. Like, you know, just, <laughs> just so so he could start off that. And then when it doesn't go that way. I think just like the Brichelle fight, I think he's very aware at the level of skill Shakur has. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's not been talking much. And, he, and he's more than happy to be the underdog. But I don't know if it's – But even with the, the Miguel, even with the Miguel Burchelt fight, he knows he knows that Miguel Burchelt likes to throw punches and bunches. Yeah, he knows yeah. he's a come-forward fighter, and he's going to try to overwhelm yeah. you, which he tried to do in the second half, and that's how he got overly aggressive, and that's how he got caught and knocked out. You're not going to bait Shakur Stevenson into that. You have to take the fight to him. Yeah. Because if you stay on the outside, Shakur Stevenson will pick you apart. You're going to have to rough him up. You're going to have to try he's to. Gonna have you're going to make you're gonna have to my daughter. Yeah. All of Floyd Mayweather's fights have been close, gritty, grimy. He's, they still lost. They still but lost, yeah. you're going to have to make it ugly. Yeah, and even with even with fights for Floyd where they try to say they were close, it was just judges that just don't like him and didn't like. They tried to yeah. do what they uh-huh. can, but it didn't work. Now, for Valdez and Shakur Stevenson, this is a fight. I don't want it to happen, but we need it to happen need because it to happen. I need to know. For both these guys, because if either one loses, nobody's loses face. Nobody's career, I think, goes on the back burner. Um, I, also, with this, I want to give a shout out to um, was it Cambosos and uh, Devin Haney? Yes. I want to give a shout out to Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson, and also Cambosos for oh, more Devin Haney for agreeing to all the terms to yes. make these fights happen. Yes, yes, yes. I, yes. I, I will, and we'll get to Devin Haney a little bit later, but it's just like this is what it should yes. be. This is the heart and soul of what we should be watching every weekend. Since the beginning of this year, or so what, going into the end of last year, beginning of this year so far, the best fight we've had is what? Uh, did Canelo kill plan happen this year or last year? That was this year. That was this year? Mm-hmm. So that was a great, that was a really good fight. Wait, no. No, no, no. That was last that year. Was last they, last year yeah, right? that was last year. So for this year and big fights, this is—is is this going to be the biggest fight this year for us? I got. It. I, got I don't it. know necessarily the big. I mean, I this is the one I look forward to the most. I mean, the Terrence, the Terrence Crawford, Sean Porter one. Yeah, that's probably the that's so far that would have to be the biggest one. Then. I think that was the biggest one. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's going to have to be the biggest one because yeah, because the consent consists a lot. Uh, he lost to Valdez this year. Ramos, no, no, no. Keith Thurman had his comeback. Daniel Jacobs lost. Amir Khan, Kel Brook. Yep. 
So this is probably the biggest fight this year because we had a lot of upsets. Josh Taylor, he got his controversial win. Chris Colbert lost. Um, yeah, we had some big, the controversial win from Valdez also. So yeah, this is going to be the biggest fight this year so far to date. So is that your final answer, Shakur Stevenson? That's my final answer. Samson Simpson, I stick by my story. How's he going to win? Decision. Decision? Yeah. I think Valdez will win by a decision. Don't nobody be shocked if it's a draw. Don't nobody. I bet you the odds on that is probably like three thousand to one or something, <laughs> plus three thousand. It's usually what it is on draws for 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 close fights because, yeah, that's just what it is, man. Oscar Valdez, I've I've enjoyed watching both of these guys' careers. Shakur Stevenson, I I, I was telling people the other day that this guy is has everything in his toolhouse to be the greatest fighter. The next greatest fighter of our era. Yeah. And now it's whether or not he keep maintains that mentality and stays yeah. focused on the right path. Mm -hmm. He's already doing like most fighters does. Got his first world title and had a kid. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> Understandable. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talk is Smack 101. What you got for me, Sonny? You got? Comfort is a silent killer. Comfort is quicksand. The softer the chair, the harder it is to get out of. You gotta protect your neck from the pearl necklace. I'm out. Chip!